are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Welcome to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson host Locked On's Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday. Brian and Matt give you the national perspective all around the NFL, covering all the latest news and insight on every game, team, and move around the league. Get your picks, previews, and much more every weekday with the Peacock and Williamson podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. And joining me, as always, is one of those names I just mentioned, <laughs> Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, how's it going today? It's going. I mean, it was a crazy weekend. I broadcasted for the Steelers Radio Network every minute of the draft starting an hour before each day. So there's about 25 hours of coverage. You know, it got a little crazy. It wears on you a little bit. But how was your draft experience? Yeah, I had a little craziness of my own for sure. Uh, but but enjoyed it for the most part and... and uh, yeah, there's there's certainly lots to talk about. Uh, we know that that Kate and Marcus had you covered yesterday with the uh, with the running backs. We're going to mostly talk wide receivers here today. But Matt, I've got to ask you because of course we had the NFL draft, but there was there was a lot of other stuff going on as well uh, over the weekend with yeah. different reports and and implications uh, from draft picks and everything else. So. Before we get into these rookie wide receivers, just give me give me three quick takeaways from the weekend. I uh, mentioned the Steelers. You know, for Dynasty, I think we should at least throw this out there that um, I don't think the Steelers hesitated one bit to add Najee Harris. I think they're going to make him their Lev Bell feature back. Um, I always interview Kevin Colbert and uh, Mike Tomlin and whatnot after the pick, and I will say they seemed more excited, more relieved than usually after the first round pick. So. I think that is a very good fit, and I'm going to have him regarded you know, very strongly for Dynasty. Two other little nuggets that aren't super draft-related, but Houston selects Davis Mills, and I think, and you've heard this from a couple sources, I, I don't think Deshaun Watson is going to play another another down with Houston. You know, Maybe he ends up in Denver. I, I, I don't know, and we've obviously dug, you know, dug into his legal issues as well, but I think he's going to be on the move maybe sooner than later, which I guess brings me to Aaron Rodgers. I don't know what to think of that one. I mean, really, when Denver took Pat Sertain instead of Fields, I thought, is that going to be, is Sertain about to become a Packer? You know, like, is that a a, a trade for another team? And then it never went down. I tend to think Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers kiss and make up, but I'm not sure how to feel about that one. Yeah, I heard some talk about money uh, earlier in the week and, and really throughout this process, just just give him the new contract. I really think the reports that we heard late in the weekend are, are the correct ones. He just wants this leadership gone. Yeah. He's just not happy with them, and that's the change he wants to see, not, not necessarily in his contract. Uh, certainly lots to watch over the rest of the offseason. I know the NFL draft is the highlight for many. Uh, but th- there's still a lot going on. Watson, Rogers, so many others. As I said, we're going to talk about these rookie wide receivers today. We'll basically go down uh, the list in order that they were drafted. We'll talk about some early ADP data we have. Uh, Matt, definitely want to get your thought on uh, on these players. Now that we do know landing spots, we've talked for months saying how important draft capital is, how important landing spots are. 
when evaluating these rookies from a dynasty perspective, we've got all of that now. Now we can finally start to put together that puzzle of what we think about these players. We'll start at the top. Jamar Chase, the fifth overall pick. That was a big conversation. Would the Bengals take Chase, reuniting him with Joe Burrow, or would they take uh, the the tackle? Penny Sewell was the most likely target. Uh, he ended yeah. up falling a little bit further. Uh, instead, they do go with Chase. So now, uh, immediately, one of the top wide receiver trios in the league with Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd. Of course, you've got uh, got Joe Burrow coming off that injury and off what was uh, a promising rookie season. What are you seeing with Jamar Chase in Cincinnati? Yeah, I think he's still firmly wide receiver run one from this rookie class. I think it's a very strong landing spot. Um, strangely, I'm sure will come up again. We saw a lot of quarterbacks and receivers get reunited from their college days, which I think yeah. is you know, probably overblown, but it's not a bad thing. You know, acclimating to the town of Cincinnati and the offense that the Bengals run will sure be easier with the guy you know there. So I think that's a good thing. I think it hurts T. Higgins a little bit, though. Yeah, it, it's got to hurt somewhat, for sure. Uh, just just from a volume standpoint, I know many mm-hmm. uh, dynasty players, and, and I was definitely in on that group, were looking at him as as maybe that next big breakout. Uh, uh, I had seen him ranked as high as wide receiver six or seven in dynasty rankings. Um, whether you're super concerned about this pick when it comes to T. Higgins or not, I think he's he's got to fall a little bit from from that type of lofty ranking. Uh, you, you talked about Najee Harris earlier. If you've got the 101, are you taking Chase or are you taking Najee Harris or maybe even someone else? No, I'm taking Harris. And I'm just really going to favor young bell cow backs. And, and frankly, Chase is a better NFL prospect than Harris. I have nothing bad to say about Chase. It's just the value to me of a guy that's going to get the touches that I expect Harris to get is just immense. There were two other wide receivers that were locked in as first round uh, picks. We knew going into the night, they would be first rounders. We just had to find out where they would go. Uh, Both of them, Alabama wideouts and both, as you mentioned, uh, reuniting with former quarterbacks, the Dolphins take Jalen Waddle at six overall. He did go before his Heisman winning teammate. So Waddle and Tua Tungavaloa together again. Same for Devontae Smith, who lands in Philly. They end up trading back up. They had moved down to 12, trade back up to 10 to grab Devontae Smith before the Giants could. Uh, pretty pretty savvy move on their part, I think. Talk about the fit of both of those wide receivers uh, with the Dolphins and the Eagles. Just from a dynasty perspective, I don't know if either one is for me for what they're going to probably cost. The landing spots aren't super shocking. Well, I didn't see Waddle going to Miami, especially with the sixth overall pick. But Fuller's there, at least for one more year. And I think Waddle's a more complete... Well, Fuller's a pretty complete receiver, too. And Parker, Gusecki, I don't know if that's going to be a high-volume passing attack. I'm not sure that's an ideal landing spot at all. Where Devontae Smith, I think, can rack up more targets. But I don't like his quarterback all that much. So... I think they're good picks for their teams in the real world. I have a feeling I'm not going to own a lot of stock in the Bama receivers for my dynasty teams. Uh, How confident you talked about Will Fuller, the Dolphins brought him in. They've added 
Jalen Waddle now with this sixth overall pick. How much better are you feeling about Tua from a dynasty standpoint? A little more confident? I am. And, I, and to be very honest, I didn't love him coming out of school, but I also thought while he didn't play well last year, the world was way too hard on Tua. I mean, remember, we were just, when they drafted him, we were just hoping he'd be healthy enough to get there for, for training camp or even to start the season. So he didn't have a normal offseason in, in an abnormal offseason to begin with. And then never had, you know, the preseason. Um, not that Fitzpatrick hurt him, but coming, yanking him in and out of the lineup, I don't think helped his cause. So I really feel like his rookie season was an incomplete grade where a lot of people I feel like have kind of brushed him off that, oh, he can't play. I think that that's way too early. Yeah, very, very fair. Uh, I mentioned ADP. We do have some early rookie ADP. These are from actual rookie drafts that are already taking place. We've got quite a few of them in the database at Dynasty League Football. Uh, the early data has Jamar Chase as the fourth overall pick and, and the wide receiver one. Uh, Jalen Waddell and Devontae Smith are back-to-back, just like they've been in, in many rankings all pre-draft. Jalen Waddell, ninth overall, he's the wide receiver two. Devontae Smith, tenth overall, he's the wide receiver three. So for now, in rookie ADP, they are in the same order that they were chosen in the NFL draft. Hmm. Matt, when we come back, we'll talk about a couple of other rookie wide receivers chosen in the first round. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Uh, baseball season is now in full swing, and you can track all that action at Bet Online as well as other sports. You know, b- basketball and hockey are moving along as well. Uh, we just saw the first leg of the Triple Crown this past weekend with the Kentucky Derby. Two more huge horse races on the horizon as well. Uh, get the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL. And your UFC MMA action as well. Um, before the the next pitch, head over to Bet Online to help your laptop on your on your laptop or your mobile device, and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get in the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoff. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and you receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with our promo code locked on, all one word, all caps, 50%. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Let's jump right back into the first round wide receivers, Matt. We talked about Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddle, and Devontae Smith. We knew those players would be first rounders. Uh, after that, it was a little, there was a little bit of uncertainty. We thought a couple more at least would find their way into the top 32 picks, and they did. Uh, I mentioned the Giants uh, reportedly got sniped on Devontae Smith, uh, so ultimately traded down. That allowed the Bears to get their new quarterback. Uh, the Giants slide down to 20 and take Kadarius Toney. I know that was that's a player who's been a hot topic among uh, dynasty managers. Just really a lot of uh, uh, a lot of uncertainty about him. Scouts love him. He's shown up in the first round of basically every mock draft we've seen, and and obviously ultimately found his way into the first round. But dynasty players, especially ones who rely on uh, on data and analytics and, and really dig into the numbers, have some concerns. Only had one year of production. 
uh, there at Florida. It was his final year. Of course, he's uh, he's slightly undersized. What are your thoughts on Kadarius Tony in this Giants offense? I never understood the links of a receiver to New York, considering their other needs anyway. Yeah. You know, and I was a little shocked yep. that it came to fruition. But I guess he's different than what they have, you know, and it kind of goes back to Tua and Hurts and a lot of these quarterbacks. We're going to give you everything you can that you need to succeed. Now it's up to you. I understand the, the, the Giants' logic, I guess, in that regard. Find out about their quarterback. I, I just don't think there's enough balls to go around. I mean, Saquon Barkley's going to catch 80. You know, Ingram's going to catch 60. Galladay's going to catch 80. You know what I mean? Like, what's left? Yeah, it's a great point. Who who would you say the Tony pick hurts the most? Uh, and and I guess really the options. And we're digging a little deeper here. Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton. I mean, one one of those players is you know almost dead from a dynasty value standpoint. Yeah, I think it hurts both of them in in that I don't think Slayton sees yeah. the field very much. Although Tony and Shepard aren't outside guys, you know, so. He has that going for him, at least, where he's more outside than those two. But Shepard can do it, and maybe Tony will as well. Um, but he's almost, I would say he's close to cuttable in most leagues now. Um, I still like Shepard as a player, and maybe he ends up on another team before long, maybe next year or something like that. I, I still think he has a, a good career on in, in store for him, but he's not close to being startable on a week-to-week basis anymore. Sure. You mentioned it there a little bit, just giving the quarterback what they needed. And when you look at these five teams who took wide receivers in the first round, that does seem to be a, a little bit of a theme. Daniel Jones mm-hmm. ha- has struggled. Give him another uh, another wide receiver. Tua certainly had a had a rough rookie season. Give him a a, a wide receiver. There's there's concerns about the the passing ability really of Jalen Hurts and and Lamar Jackson. Give them another weapon. And then Joe Burrow, he's he's the guy. We he's not going anywhere. But let's let's reunite him with his uh, his favorite wide receiver from college. So this really did feel like a quarterback draft in a lot of ways. Not only because we saw five first rounders, but these five first round wide receivers were obviously directly related to their new quarterbacks as well. Real obvious. And and then Lawrence gets a receiving back that he went to college with in ATN. And yeah. the Jets go get, you know, Elijah Moore, too, for their young quarterback. So it's certainly a trend for these young quarterbacks. Right, yeah. There'll, there'll be more of these in, in the second round. It is, you know, moving to that style of offense, and just more and more pass-heavy, uh, which is, I don't know, probably not a smooth transition to this last team because this, right, is, this is a team we don't, we don't necessarily expect to be pass-heavy, but – you had to get another wide receiver in Baltimore. The Ravens draft Rashad Bateman with the 27th overall pick. They end up with two late first-rounders. Use one of them on Bateman. For a lot of people, he was the dynasty wide receiver, too. He's the fifth uh, wide out off the board in the NFL draft. And uh, I think now there's some concerns about this offense he's, he's landed in. Certainly not viewed as a great spot. How far are you moving Bateman down in your ranks, if, if at all? Yeah, I was hoping for Tennessee or something along those lines. I like the player an awful lot. I like him enough, though, to say, I'm not predicting it, but when it comes time, I might predict that he will be the Ravens' 
leading reception dude at the wide receiver position, you know. So, I, I mean, I think he'll see the field a lot. I think he has traits that they don't have there. But if mm-hmm. he leads the receiving room and catches, it might be 50 catches. Right, right. I agree. Yeah, being one step ahead of Hollywood Brown might might not say too much, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, based on that early uh, Dynasty rookie ADP data, Rashad Bateman looks like he's going to be going right near the turn uh, of most rookie drafts. He's going in that 11, 12, uh, or 2.01 range. Kadarius Toney, uh, even though he's the 20th overall pick, he's more like a second, a mid-second rounder in these early rookie drafts. So if you're buying into the draft capital and trusting the Giants and what they have seen, you're gonna get, uh, you're gonna like the value with Kadarius Tony. Hmm. Matt, when we come back, we'll talk about the second and third round wide receivers. At first, I want to talk about uh, RockAuto.com a little bit for you too. I mean, chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics versus do-it-yourselfers, but RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everyone and are super low and reliably low. Uh, RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible. Rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear, like airlines do, uh, rockauto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. Um, rockauto.com is also a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. So go, go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything you're, you're looking there for sure. And their catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specs, and prices you prefer. Um, Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so that they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Get all of the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Matt, we have five more wide receivers chosen in the second round. A couple of these, probably not surprising. Maybe surprising that they fell so far. Uh, but two of these, at least to me, uh, were a surprise to see them drafted in uh, within those those first 60 picks or so. So let's run through these. You mentioned Elijah Moore. A lot of people viewed him as a first-rounder. I know you were included in that. He yeah. did fall to the second round, but, uh, but didn't last long there. The Jets scoop him up, give their new quarterback, as you mentioned earlier, Zach Wilson, uh, a nice weapon to throw the ball to. It's uh, suddenly become a little bit of a crowded depth chart there in – uh, in New York with, um, with, with Jamison Crowder, with Denzel Mims from last year. They, they brought in Corey Davis, of course. Uh, I, I guess the early reports or, or speculation, maybe, maybe Crowder doesn't last on that roster, but I really think it might be bad news for Denzel Mims as well. Yeah, I think Crowder probably gets cut this week or maybe even by the time people listen to this because – don't quote me, but I think it saves them like $8 million in cap space. So uh, I just think you can use that money elsewhere, whether it's this yeah. year or roll it over to next year or whatever. And he's a good player, but uh, with more falling in their lap, I think this works out well for more. And I'm, I'm not ready to give up on Mims. 
I think Moore could have a very productive, you know, rookie year and career out of the slot, out wide. I'm a big fan, and I don't think this spot changed my opinion on him. The other Moore is Rondell Moore. Uh, he goes in the middle of the second round to the Arizona Cardinals. Obviously, DeAndre Hopkins entrenched there as the top target. But beyond that, there's there's a lot of opportunity when it comes to the passing game. Uh, Andy Isabella has not worked out. They did sign A.J. Green. Uh, Christian Kirk has, has not really ever lived up to the expectations. Do you see Rondell Moore maybe sliding in as the second target for Kyler Murray there? Ooh, no. I, I like him, and I think they'll dev- – what I like about him is that's a very horizontal passing game. And that needs to change a little bit, but Kyler throws left and right quick a lot. Hmm. And I think that's good for Moore. I mean, bubble screens, get it to him quick. You know, he makes a defensive back miss and then look out. I mean, I really like the player. I just don't know if the volume's going to be there beyond that for him. And uh, again, a good addition to the team. I think it's going to help them win quite a bit, but I don't know that it's a great fantasy landing spot. A couple of players we have not really talked much about uh, were drafted next, back-to-back, 56 and 57 overall. Uh, and these these are the surprises, to me at least, when you see some of the other names behind them. Uh, Dwayne Eskridge, the wide receiver from Western Michigan, uh, a speedster, goes to Seattle. The Rams, the, the, the division foes of the Seahawks, uh, respond to that pick by taking the Louisville kid, Tutu Atwell, who just came in so so small so small i was joking on twitter that my um my 13 year old son is is basically the same size as tutu atwell and it's really not a joke that's basically the 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 correct case and uh here he is a second rounder to the rams uh my son can't catch quite as well as tutu can about the same speed uh, though right uh well (laughs) maybe maybe Uh, were you surprised with these picks? And uh, obviously, both of these guys are going to gain some dynasty value as a result of this draft capital. Do you think? Do you think they're worth the investment? No, not really. Especially, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't. I haven't understood Atwell from the beginning. Is he that much more dynamic than some of these other smaller slots that can really run? Um, he's just so small. I, I, I can't invest in him. I'm sorry. Well, we we. You know, Atwell was kind of that trendy second round pick in mock drafts. Mm-hmm. And like you said, I, I kind of got it. Um, those those are the types that we see NFL teams chasing, especially since Tyreek Hills had such success. But then Atwell had his pro day and for for his size, he didn't run all that fast. Yeah, right. Right. I mean, he's he's certainly fast, but not as not the, the type of speed you would expect from from that frame. Uh, and then we get the official measurements from from Indy, and he's five. I think he was five seven and one forty eight yeah, or something under like 150, that. Right. Um, yeah. So when I saw that, I, I thought there, there's a chance he might not get drafted. He's he's a day three guy at best, and here we go. Here we see him in the middle of the second round. Uh, th- those are a couple guys I'll, I'll be avoiding. I yeah. mean, we didn't even talk about. Uh, the competition that they're each facing for targets. Eskridge, of course, in Seattle with uh, with the two established guys there, Lockett and DK Metcalf. Atwell, 
uh, kind of similar cup and, and woods ahead of him plus van Jefferson and, uh, and Deshaun Jackson. I mean, maybe, maybe that's the silver lining here at will can learn a little bit, literally try to become the, the next DJX. Uh, that's a, that's I'm another like, time to DJX miss over his career though. Yeah, you know, I've heard that exactly. a lot. Like, Oh, he's going to learn from DJX and that's a great role model. I'm like, great. But I mean, that guy plays three games a year. Terrace Marshall was the final wide receiver drafted in the third round. I love the landing spot. Goes to Carolina. They, of course, lost Curtis Samuel. Had some had some targets to to spare there. Maybe he's also reunited with his former offensive coordinator uh, from his LSU days. Uh, but the the fall here and and being drafted behind Eskridge and Atwell w- was a little disappointing. Do you think it's all medical stuff on Marshall? I do. Uh, I mean, I think his. Yeah. He was a little up and down effort-wise, and I guess what I was told that he rubbed the scout wrong here and there with his opt-out situation and some of those things, and maybe wasn't the best interview. Uh, that might all work to our benefit, though. You know, I mean, uh, you have a better idea of where he's going in rookie drafts and whatnot, but I think he's in a good situation, like you mentioned, with a coordinator that understands how to get the most out of him. Um, I'm interested. Yeah, well, I think I think pre-draft he was kind of in that conversation with Waddle and Smith and 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 both Moores, and he's seemingly fallen behind that, maybe even a tier behind that. Uh, he he looks like a player that certainly will not go in the first round of rookie drafts. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get him more in the early second, maybe even the middle of the second round. So I agree with you. I I will be chasing the value on Terrace Marshall. Uh, Matt, let's go over the third rounders really quickly to wrap up the show. We had five more. So we had five wideouts drafted in each of the first three rounds. Uh, round three was was a little tougher. We're, we're losing those uh, losing those names that we all know. Josh Palmer, Tennessee wide receiver, goes to the Chargers. Diami Brown, that was a player I know you liked. He falls to Washington uh, early in the third round. This one's kind of interesting to me. Amari Rodgers to the Green Bay Packers. They finally add a, a wide receiver. It took until the third round, uh, but they had the Clemson kid. Nico Collins from Michigan goes to the Houston Texans, and the Browns add a speed guy, speed, speed, and more speed, Anthony Schwartz from Auburn. Uh, if you're taking one of those guys, let's say it's, let's say it's late in the second round yeah. of your dynasty rookie draft, all five of these guys are on the board. Josh Palmer, Diami Brown, Amari Rogers, Nico Collins, and Anthony Schwartz. Who are you taking? And before you answer, I will tell you, I was actually in this situation huh. earlier. I made the choice. I took one of these guys. Who would you take? Schwartz would be last. I would take Rogers. I think Rogers is a nice fit there for Green Bay. Very different than what they have. That We've seen your boy Randall Cobb do well in that situation there. I think he may get a handoff or two, you know, I mean, that maybe ends up getting a rushing touchdown throughout the year and a hundred yards rushing. And I, I like the player. I think he's pretty NFL ready with a, a father that had success in this league and is now a coach. Um, the other ones I don't hate, I'm not big on the, the Schwartz one, but I think Rogers is a choice. That is the choice I made. That makes me feel good. I took Amari Rogers. For me, it was really between Rogers and Diami Brown. Uh, coming into the draft, I liked Brown a little better. Uh, and while I like being paired up with with Ryan Fitzpatrick, he's we think he's going to throw the ball all over the field. 
just a little more crowded there in it Washington is, yeah. now with with McLaurin and and Curtis Samuel. They also brought in uh, Adam Humphreys, I believe. So I saw saw a quicker path to uh, production for Amari Rogers, and that's the choice I made. So that makes me feel good. Uh, one, uh, actually, two other names I wanted to throw at you before we get out of here because these are these are dynasty relevant names. They did fall to day three of the draft. Amon Ross St. Brown to the Lions, Tylen Wallace to the Ravens. Uh, the, the, the draft capital hurts these guys a little bit. I, I kind of like the situation with St. Brown. Me too. He, he could, he could maybe already be the best wide out on right, that team, or right. at least the most, at least the most talented. Uh, are you taking a chance on either or both of those guys? St. Brown. I, I think I'd yeah. take St. Brown over some of those names you just listed from the last group, just because situation is perfect for him in terms of no competition, um, I, you know, even to look at it deeper, you draft Penny Sewell and Jared Goff is kind of the most hot and cold pressure versus not pressure type quarterback in the league. Well, I, I think the Lions line is actually pretty good. You know, I mean, it's about the only thing on the team I think I have some faith in. So I, I think Goff will have some time to throw and that's good for Swift. That's good for Hawkinson. And I think it's really good for St. Brown. I love it. I love it. Well, we will certainly uh, continue to cover these rookies, the rookie draft. We'll have Dynasty ADP. We'll have all of that uh, in the coming days and coming weeks as we continue to react to the 2021 NFL Draft. That is it for today's show, though. Please make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcast, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL. And I'm Ryan, MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.